Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe for free at iTunes, and it also works now on Alexa. So you can say, hey, Alexa, play the Heidi Harris Show podcast, and it actually works. Pretty cool, huh? You can also catch my live radio show weekdays 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. So it can't get away from me if you want to, and you can... Follow all of that at HeidiHarris.com. I've got all that connected. You can listen live while I'm on the air. You can keep up with me on Twitter, Facebook, and you can pick up a copy of my brand new book. The link is there to Amazon. My book's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. I don't know about you, but I have noticed that you hardly see a kid on the street anymore. Now, in fairness, it's summertime in Vegas, and there aren't a lot of kids out playing. But when I was a kid in Vegas in the summer, guess what? We were out playing. We played in the sprinklers. We built forts. I don't remember being in the house all the time, even when it was hot. We just weren't. Now, I'm not saying that kids want to be out in the heat necessarily, but we drank out of the garden hose. We played sports outside. We did something. And, you know, when you're a kid, you don't seem to notice the heat as much. Nowadays, you don't see kids anywhere. Now, I live in an older neighborhood, and we don't have hardly any kids in the neighborhood. I've seen a couple of them scooting by on their little scooters with their helmets, little girls. And guess who's following them? Mom in the minivan. Now, I'm not blaming mom in the minivan for watching out for the kids, but when I was little, we were out of our parents' sight for hours a day. We'd go out in the desert, we'd build forts, we'd uh, you know argue with each other, play baseball, run through the sprinklers, do all kinds of things, and we had to be back when the street lights went on. And I realized that parents today are terrified something awful is going to happen to their kids. And part of that is the media. I remember, for example, a situation in Vegas when I was pretty little where a young lady was found in the desert buried in a plastic bag because a dog brought a human foot home. And when investigators went to investigate where the dog had gotten this foot, they found this young girl. Now, most people don't remember that story. I was pretty little, so I don't really remember the details. I think she was about 13 or something. And most people in the country never heard that story. Why not? Because we didn't have cable news and all these things. Nowadays, everybody's paranoid to let their kids out of the house. I don't know that it's more dangerous than it used to be. Maybe it is now because there's so few kids out that I guess the few who are out could possibly get nabbed. I don't know, but remember that most of the stuff that happens to kids that's bad, sexual abuse and whatnot, happens in your home. It's not happening when they're out riding their bikes, for the most part, okay? Anyway, I just feel bad for kids, and I don't have the answer. And if I were a parent, I'm sure I'd be much more observant. My parents were very careful about what we did, where we could go. We had limits as far as the neighborhood. They wouldn't let us go to houses of strange people. So I don't want to give the impression that my parents didn't care. They did. We were all free-range children to a large extent, at least in the couple of blocks around where all the kids played and knew each other and all that kind of stuff. When I got a little older, I lived briefly in San Diego, and I lived in a place called Scripps Ranch, which is much more developed now. But back when I lived there, there were a lot of empty spaces, and there were a lot of forests that were full of eucalyptus trees, eucalyptus forests, very big, tall trees. I would walk for miles when I was 11, 12 years old. I'd be gone for hours. I'd take the dog and I would go and there was a place where there was a swing that went across a ravine like a rope swing and there was a pond in the neighborhood where I would go and I would take a little fish net and a little jar of something and I would try to catch critters and whatnot. This is what we did. And parents weren't with us when we did it. And I just wonder what kids are missing now when they don't get out and do anything. Now, a recent study done in the UK 
found that 40% of parents have to force their kids to leave the house because they'd rather stay indoors and play video games. Now, I realize, obviously, parents have to let their kids play video games. and There's nothing a kid should be doing that a parent doesn't want them to do, right? If the parent's providing it, the kid's going to do it. Four out of ten British adolescents have never gone camping. Nearly half have never built a den or a fort. And more than half have never climbed a tree. And, you know, I joke about this. And I've said, well, when's the last time you saw a kid with a skinned knee? When I was a kid, everybody was walking around with mercurochrome. Is that what it was? The pink stuff that they'd put on their sores? Now, my mom never made us do that, thank God. But you'd see kids with that all the time. You had a skinned knee because you fell out of a tree. I did. I was probably seven. I remember falling out of our fruitless mulberry tree on the ground. And guess what? I got up and I dusted myself off and I got back up in the tree. <laughs> That's what you did back then. And you'd go out and you'd catch lizards and, and do things. And nowadays, kids don't do anything. I went shooting a couple of years ago with, of all people, my pastor and some other folks in our church. And we went out to the desert and we were shooting. And a couple of kids showed up who were the children of a friend of somebody else in the group. Kids were about, I don't know, eight or nine. So when there was a lull in the action, I said to the kids, hey, guys, want to go look for lizards? And they looked at me like I was speaking, I don't know, Japanese. And I said, have you ever gone and looked for lizards? They looked at me like I was crazy. I said, well, let me show you how it's done. So we walked around the desert and we lifted up all the flat stuff and, you know, kicked the bushes. And I showed them how to look for lizards. We weren't going to hurt them. We were just going to catch them and put them right back. But this is what kids used to do. If your child doesn't know how to do anything outdoors, oh, my gosh, what are they missing? They're missing a whole world. We used to go out to the lake spend the night on the boat. Now, we weren't big on camping. I don't remember camping till I was older, and I'm still not big on camping now. If I want to camp, I want to have an RV. I'm not sleeping on the ground. I've never been big on that, sleeping on, on the floor in a sleeping bag. Uh-uh. But just getting outdoors, going to the park, going to the mountains, going to the beach, doing anything outside. You take a kid somewhere nowadays, you see them at the dinner, they sit there and stare on their phone the entire time. Nobody's talking to anybody. They're all staring at their devices. You see parents at the park staring into their devices while their kids are playing. And the kids go, Mommy, look at me. Mom's not looking at them. Mom's looking at Facebook. And recently, the fire department has mentioned that more kids are drowning than ever before. I wonder how many of those parents, the fire department didn't say this. I'm saying this. I wonder how many of those drownings are happening because mom and dad can't take their eyes off their phone for four seconds. Can't get away from Facebook. And parents are as bad as the kids. I've had people tell me about their own mothers and say, my mom won't get off Facebook. She's always comparing herself to other people and looking to see what everybody else is doing on Facebook. Let me tell you something about Facebook. It is, as one of my former producers used to say, a highlight reel. It's all about people putting out their best foot. That's all they do. They don't tell you that they had a fight with their spouse. They don't tell you that their kids are on drugs. They just put out their happy stuff. I had a happy vacation. I have a happy life. I have a happy marriage. I have this. I have that. It's like comparing yourself to celebrities when they have retouched photos or they work out three hours a day. I can't work out three hours a day. I have to read hours and hours and hours a day. And I don't find reading on a treadmill or a exercise bike to be very fun. I don't enjoy it. So I have to sit and read. That's my job. I don't have a personal trainer. I don't have all that stuff. So I'm not going to compare myself to somebody whose life is totally different or their genetics are totally different from mine. But people are so caught up in that now, unfortunately, and it's passing down to our children. And we get kids who don't want to go outside, don't want to play, don't want to deal with the real world because they want to live in virtual reality. 
What do you learn about life playing a video game? What do you learn about problem solving? What do you learn about engaging with other people? What are you going to learn about conducting a marriage? What are you going to learn about conducting, I don't know, possibly uh, a job, a career, if you ever leave the house? You're not learning anything about life. Problem solving, that's out the window. Any kind of imagination is out the window. You wonder if this is the last generation that's going to have any imagination. Because the people who created the things that these kids use now were mostly born generations ago, at least one or two generations ago, when kids still could have an imagination. Nowadays, forget about it. Everything's done for you, so why should you have an imagination? It's just sad. And children who have not even climbed a tree, not even climbed a tree, when they say that more than half the kids in this British study had never climbed a tree, wow, that's a disaster. They also said that only a third of kids said they were even open to visiting a local garden or park. I actually heard an ad on the radio for the Forest Service or something, and it was encouraging kids to get out and visit the forest. Really? Kids have to be told that? Now, I know parents are busy and they don't bother with it. I get that, but kids don't even want to. But how would a kid know? I see toddlers with smartphones in their hands. They're not looking up. They're looking down into their stupid phone. I remember many years ago, a friend of mine had a child, this is before smartphones, and she would come over to my house, and we would sit in her car because she didn't want to bring the kid in because I had a dog, even though the dog never hurt kids, didn't matter, she was one of those overprotective parents. So I would sit out in the car with her, with the kid, and the kid would be staring at the TV screen while they were parked in front of my house, duh, like a zombie. He never even looked up at me. And you'd go to their house to have dinner, and the TV was always on. I mean, how can you engage with other human beings when you're constantly being distracted or entertained by electronic devices? It's not possible. And it's just unfortunate because I don't know what these kids are ever going to do. I mean, if their smartphones were off for a day, I don't know how they'd function. Now, obviously, we know that the entire world would come for, to a standstill if the ATMs were out for a day and nobody could buy anything without an ATM card. Can you even imagine? That's a whole other issue. But ultimately, this is the responsibility of the parents. And I understand how parents are. They want quiet. That's what they want. Well, back in the day when I was a little kid, if parents wanted a peaceful house, they kicked the kids outside. Get outdoors. You're not going to sit around the house all day and watch TV. Of course, we only had three channels. But my parents did not allow us to sit around the house and be bums. And if we said we were bored, they'd put us to work, believe me. But nowadays, parents don't feel safe putting their kid out in the street, so they keep them in the house, keep them quiet by handing them a smartphone, and it shuts them up. And unfortunately, it also shuts off a lot of their brain. And it's funny how kids today think they're smarter. I know I sound like an old person, don't I? Kids today! But these kids nowadays will tell you how smart they are. They have a smartphone in their hand. But why don't you pull up a map on that smartphone and ask them to even tell you which continent they live on. Which continent? Of course, they can't name the continents. Tell them to pull it up and say, which continent do you live on? Where's Nevada? Or whatever state they live in. They can't do it. They're so smart, but they spend all their time playing stupid brainless games. It's just sad. Parents are allowing it, unfortunately to the detriment of all of us in society. There was an interesting article written in National Review, The Medium is Not the Message, written by J.J. McCullough, he was talking about social media. He said, are, are we the problem or is social media the problem? Well, I don't know that social media is the problem necessarily. I do think it's like anything else if you use it in the wrong way, as I mentioned, comparing yourself to others, whatever. 
he talks about all the downsides that people have discussed. And then he said the hard fact is that social media remains popular despite its flaws because it's tremendously useful, convenient, and enjoyable technology for the vast majority of users. It's true. People will say that Twitter's the sewer. They'll say that Facebook is all about people having affairs on their spouses. But in reality, it's a way for people to get connected who might not be otherwise. And certainly it's beneficial for what I do for a living. So like anything else in the world, it can be used properly or it can be used incorrectly. You put the gun in the hand of somebody who's a responsible citizen, it can be a fun thing to target practice with or anything else. You put a gun in the wrong hands, it's a disaster. Social media, kind of the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Join me for the Heidi Harris Show weekdays live on 670 AM KMZQ live from Las Vegas. And of course, you can catch this podcast, subscribe at iTunes for free. I do it three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can go to HeidiHarris.com. That's H-E-I-D-I, HeidiHarris.com. And there's a link there to pick up a copy of my brand new book, Don't Pat Me on the Head. You can pick it up at Amazon. Don't pat me on the head. Blowbacks, setbacks, and comebacks in Vegas radio. Lord knows I've had them all, and I've come through all of it. And the book explains how that happened, what I've gone through, and how I've come through it. Check it out at Amazon.com or HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.